Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to talk about a very real challenge for some people at work. And it's called freezing at meetings. <laughs> we'll start with a question from someone who's recently been promoted to a managerial position and finds himself freezing at important meetings where he should be making a positive impression. Mm. We'll discuss field-tested techniques for unfreezing at important meetings so that your ideas, opinions, and achievements can be heard. Wow, I love this topic. Yeah. Freezing <laughs> at meetings, man, that can feel so uncomfortable and yeah. hold you back at work. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. Yeah, I think it's embarrassing when it happens. And, you know, if you don't do something, it doesn't go away. Yes. Um, so here's our question that we're going to answer today. I'm in a management position where I have to attend meetings with other departments and high level executives. Every time it's my turn to speak, I freeze. I end up making minimal statements like we're reaching our goals or we're investigating that. I never say anything of substance. I know this is not doing me any good as a leader or as a representative of my department. I'm not making a good impression. What do I do to correct this situation? Mm. Yeah. Well, the good news is you're, you're aware of it and you're yes. not being defensive because I think some people are very defensive. Well, I don't have anything to say. Yeah. And you have to, you have to bring things to say. Yeah. Uh, I mean, why else would they have these meetings? It's not just a listening. It's, you know, you want to, I don't know exactly what these meetings are, but you do want to make sure that you're seen, remembered and leave an impression. Yeah. So I know I make this recommendation all the time, but I'm going to say it again. I like Toastmasters. I think that they, um, you know, it's really for public speaking, but the truth is it helps you get more comfortable mm -hmm. just being in environments where you have to speak up. And mm. that is what you're really talking about. Yeah. So, you know, it's very inexpensive. It meets once a week. Every neighborhood has a Toastmasters, uh, you know, unless you live way in the sticks, I you couldn't find one. You can find one online too, I'm sure. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I bet it's online. I thought it was more in person because that was part of the, but it could be online. Yeah, I bet it yeah. is. So that's the first thing I want to say. I know I say that a lot, but um. I think that this would help you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So should I going with my ideas or you want to say something? I'll, well, I'll just jump in with the psychological piece that yeah. in my experience, the people who freeze at meetings also have something going on psychologically for them. And usually it has to do with either, um, like I have one client who grew up with a parent who always, he was the only one who had the answer. So if anyone spoke up, he would, you know, swat them down. So sometimes it has to do with your fear of being silenced or being attacked or being judged. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes it has to do with either feeling like you don't have much to say or a fear that you won't sound smart. And so mm -hmm. there's usually some fear tied in to the part of you that freezes. So 
I think from a psychological perspective, it can be helpful either on your own or with the help of a mentor, coach, whomever, just to uncover what is it that that freezes you yeah. um, and take a little time to discover that. Because as I have been working right now with a woman who was raised by a parent who really silenced her, she's learning just in really small ways to prepare for meetings and then insert her idea. You know, yeah. she just does it a little bit at a time. And then that proves to her and to her brain that she's going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also intimidating. You know, you're, you've now entered a new level in your career. So it's, yeah. it's unknown. And then you meet with people that are very comfortable speaking up. And yeah. even though what they say sounds maybe very rehearsed in practice, it might be, um, right you know, they have an ease and you don't feel that. So, I, I mean, I just wonder if there's someone who's attending this meeting that you could go to yeah, and let them know that you're just intimidated and this is new and maybe set it up with them that they throw a question at you. Something oh, that's a great idea. That, that you prepare and you know what to say and it may be reporting on something your team has done. Yeah. But but if you have a buddy in the meeting, that might feel protective. It might yeah. feel good. Now you have to, there has to be someone in the group that you have somewhat of a relationship with and you trust. So not everybody has that. Yeah. My other idea is that you really have to plan for these kinds of meetings. Yeah. You know, you've been to them for a while, so you know what they're about. And you want to plan what would be a good thing for you to say. Yeah. Is it? giving acknowledgement to a team member? Is it talking about some success you've had? Um, is it talking about something you're investigating that, by the way, is very interesting and they may want to know because maybe it would affect them? Um, whatever it is you want to say, it doesn't have to be long or complicated, not yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> you want to write it down and practice it. So yeah. what I mean by practicing it is the bathroom mirror is one way. <laughs> Another one is, you know, if you have a friend or maybe a family member who's good at this, you yeah. can run by them and practice saying it and let, get their feedback or yeah. a professional, you know, a professional career coach or executive coach. That's another way to go. Um, but I think practice is really the key to this. It's being able to, and, and by the way, you may, it may not work. Like it may not be something you can fit in, yeah. but you'll much more relaxed and you probably can say something else. I was um, going to say, yeah, sorry, that way and being ready and prepared. And I think the other part is that you also want, um, words that can help you insert yourself, you know, mm -hmm. like. I want to jump in here for a minute, or I've got, I'd like to add to that idea, mm -hmm. or um, that's a really great point. I've been thinking this as well, because mm -hmm. sometimes that's part of it too, Kathy, right? Is how do you find your moment to jump in? Right. And, you know, I don't, I mean, having somebody set up a question is a good thing, but you don't want like the big boss there to, um, start asking you questions what that you're unprepared with. Yeah. So you do have to find a way to break in. That's a good point. 
Um, and you can just say, you know, if I, if I could just have your attention for a minute, I have this thought, you know, it, just something like that. And, uh, but it must sound comfortable coming out of you. And if you choke a little bit, people will understand. They're not going to belittle you. They know that you've just been recently promoted. They know you're new to this kind of a meeting mm -hmm. and I bet you'll get support. Mm -hmm. Um, not, maybe not from everyone, but from some people. But being silent is a way to be forgotten. Uh -huh. That's not, I'm sure, what you want to do. You know, you do want to be uh, known as a go-to person, someone who has answers, someone who um, knows what they're doing. They know how to do their job. Yeah. That's really all you're trying to prove. You're not really, you know, you're not setting the world on fire. You're just trying to <laughs> know that you're very good at what you do. I think it's also such a great point to that notion of planning what you are going to say in the sense that I know for, again, some of the people that I've worked with, their fear is that they don't, that they'll ramble, that they'll say yeah. too much. Right. Well, that's or that they won't get to the point that they're trying to convey or that they'll lose track of what they're saying. So so this way, when you write it out and you plan it, it becomes succinct and you can, you know, you figure out the best way to say it. So that that's the best way to do it. And then that format becomes sort of the format that you bring into all meetings where you you know, you get, you get it down to what do I really want to say? What's the meat of what I want to say? Cause I don't need to go on and on and on. And that's not great going on, not knowing when to shut up that that's a really interesting point because there are people that, uh, you know, that it gets quiet. So they have to yeah. fill in the space. That's right. Not rambling that no, no, you can't ramble at a high level meeting. All right. So the points that I'm just jotting down the points we're making. You mentioned the Toastmasters thing, which is basically rehearse, go someplace where yeah, you can- Yeah, it's a way of to do it, right. Right? Yeah. Then we're talking about scripting it, like write down, plan what you want to say, even how you want to say it in advance mm -hmm. of the meeting. And then you said to get a partner in crime, to get someone, a coworker to perhaps ask you a question or bring you in perhaps to a conversation. Yeah, set, you, set it up for you where they're yeah. comfortable in the meeting and they say, you know, I've been talking to so-and-so here. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts. You know, where they can throw it at you, open the door for you so yeah. that you, and you'll be nervous. You'll be a little sweaty, but that's okay. It's, right. it's not easy. And, you know, public speaking is one of the most difficult things to do. You know, we do yeah. it professionally and we're kind of, you know, we've been trained for it, but I still sweat, you know, yeah. when I have to make a point or I have to speak up. So that's part of it. Um, you know, you can bring a change of clothes if you want, or don't worry about it. You'll dry off, but <laughs> I feel sweaty, but still make your point and you will have rehearsed it. So even if it's not perfect, it's better than if you did it off the cuff. That's right. You All right. Know. And I'm going to say from the psychological place, see if you can uncover what the fear is behind the freezing for yourself, just to have awareness of it. Um, find ways during the meeting to keep yourself grounded, whether it's breathing, you know, uh, taking deep nice breathing. breaths. Yep. Feeling your feet on the ground. Um, taking notes, if that make, brings you in and makes you more present. 
And then I think the other piece is what we're sort of pointing to is be prepared to be uncomfortable initially. If you think that that speaking up makes you a loudmouth and you feel like a loudmouth, you're probably headed in the right direction. So mm. often, you know, good new behavior will feel very uncomfortable in the moment, right. but you'll right. feel much better afterwards. Yeah, that's a really good point that when you try on a new behavior, it seems so out of character that it seems extreme. Right. And it probably isn't. So if it it seems extreme, you're probably on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I I wish all of you the best of luck. We'd love to hear from you and how this works. This is a real problem for a lot of people. Yeah. That's it for this podcast. So if you have any further thoughts or comments on this topic, tweet us at AskK2 and follow us on Instagram at my crazy office. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to my crazy office on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.